This week, a very special episode, anime for beginners. This is Triple XP. Welcome to the latest episode of Triple XP. I'm Shane. This is Mike and Cheese. Hello. Hi. And this week we're we're taking a break from our usual content to give you a bit of a beginner's guide into anime. Um, so we should probably start off by introducing where we are in our own anime careers, worlds, <laughs> where, where we sit in, in the anime that we. Yeah, where, where well, we are. Where, well, how how beginner are you? How many what's our ac- current power levels? <laughs> how many anime action figures do you own? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So uh, I think Cheese, you're the you, no Mike. You might be the most beginner out of the three of us. So do you want to start off? Um, I guess so. Where do I start? Pokemon. Like I watched that as a kid. I kind of started there, but I, um, I didn't even think of that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like I think the one for me was um, actually Yu-Gi-Oh more of a, of a Pokemon because it's yes. um, it's just so much more anime than than Pokemon is. That's true. Like Pokemon seems a bit sort of Americanized. Um, Americanized. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, kind of. It's not just that. It's by comparison to Yu-Gi-Oh, it's substantially more childish. Yeah, basic. Like mm-hmm. it, there's a clear um, scale. Like Pokemon <laughs> is at the bottom. And then, and that's for your really young children, um, like sort of like up to sort of maybe like 12, 13. Then you've got Digimon, which is for your your young teens. That's which where gets I a little bit darker. Yeah. Yep. And then you've got Yu-Gi-Oh, where it <laughs> captures somebody's soul and sends them to the Shadow Realm in the second episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just gets real fucking dark real quickly. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad you like that because I'm a big fan of Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, it's... it's um... My wife like, still has her like cards. Getting the cards and <laughs> yeah, and, um, yeah, like collecting the cards and stuff. It was just all seeped in that sort of like it's, it's a weird sort of thing at anime because there's a lot of like cartoons that I used to watch, um, you know, about like superheroes and things like that, and they're not they don't quite hit the same vein as anime. Like anime is very different to yeah to like your standard cartoon, isn't it? Yeah, and I think it's important to um, consider that most people would separate what is uh, the the long-running sort of Saturday morning cartoon-style anime, so your Pokemons and Yu-Gi-Ohs and even to an extent your Dragon Balls, uh, is very different to most of the anime I think we're going to be talking about today, which is more your sort of adult-scale anime where you're generally not going to find them being played on uh, your Saturday morning kids show because of the nature of what they are. They're, They're very much seen on two very different levels, aren't they? Yeah, they're a bit more adult, like, but it's probably the stuff that we're all talking about today is a bit more, explores like more adult themes and um, things like that, yeah. But uh, what about you, Cheese? Where's your, where's so, your anime career at? <laughs> so now that you mentioned it, I mean, Pokemon and Digimon were like my first obsessions, like absolutely loved Pokemon and then everybody loved Pokemon and then Digimon came out. I'm like, ooh, this is neat. A little different, but you're right. It's definitely not like the the cutesy style of like, oh, here's a Jigglypuff and a Pikachu. It's like, here's this weird 
Aruman or whatever his name. Like, there's it was definitely a more like the next step for most people. Uh, and then we used to watch Dragon Ball Z and different Gundam, whatever was on back in 1996, 98, when it would be on like Cartoon Network late at night. And we were just like, oh, it's a cartoon. And then we're like, are those boobs? <laughs> Do they just say a bad <laughs> word? Are they fighting to the death? And so looking back, it's like, actually, I was kind of introduced to that stuff a long time ago and didn't really realize it. And then I think just up until the last couple of years... Uh, with like Attack on Titan, I watched in like 2015, maybe. But then I kind of took like a long break until more recently. I'm like, all right, it's time to dive into this, and now I can't stop. So it's one of those things that was kind of ingrained in my brain 20 years ago, 25 years ago, starting with Pokemon, and now it's just like I need this in my veins right now, like as much as possible. I love it, and now yeah, it's it, it's. I think me and you are in the same sort of vein where like, you know, a couple of years ago we kind of watched a few animes and then drifted off and now we've really like hit our stride with it and become like just wanting to watch everything and everything, like anything and everything. Yeah, and part of this episode, when we started talking about this, I kind of brought up how um, one of my brothers was like, oh, you should watch this new show on Netflix. I'm like, I can't, I'm watching anime. And he goes, why? And I'm like, <laughs> I, it's so great. And he goes, I don't understand. I know so many people who... I would never expect to watch anime that are obsessed with it. And I'd be interested to know why people like that. And so this is when I told you guys that story and we started this. So hopefully by the end of this episode, if you've ever been like, I don't want to watch cartoons, maybe you'll reconsider it a little bit. Cause we're not talking about family guy, adult cartoons or South park. We're talking about like structured series with character development and not just political one-liners. This is like, there's depth. Yeah. Definitely, I think that's that's the the world of difference when you say like adult cartoons. It's it's the depth that you that you get in like the stories and the world building and and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. What about you, Shane? We know you're a nerd, but tell everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> so, so out of the three of us, uh, I suppose this is where he, he does the the anime. Yeah, the the image and... the image um, <laughs> that we've got for me kind of covers it in that uh, I'm I'm by no means an anime expert. But out of the three of us, I'm the most experienced in anime. Um, again, like you guys, I started off with your Pokemons and Digimon, and I absolutely loved Yu-Gi-Oh! But I think as a kid and as a teen, I never associated those with anime because they were just Saturday morning cartoons. I didn't think of it in that way. Um, the first animes I was truly introduced to um, was around 13 years old, and the Sci-Fi channel um, had two animes on, 7 o'clock in the morning, on a Saturday morning every week. I just stumbled upon them purely by accident. Um, and those two series were Martian Success and Odesigo, which is a series about a ship uh, which is mostly women and one one man um, who they have mechas and they are flying around the galaxy fighting monsters and trying to save humanity. Um, very fun, very... Uh, it's got a lot of fan service in it which is for those that don't know which is like over sexualized scenes for no real reason like booby shots and bum shots uh, not actual sex but just over sexualized scenes your favorite um oh yeah <laughs> uh but on the whole it, it was just a very fun sort of mecha anime and then following that at half past seven they then had neon genesis evangelion so if either of you have heard of that or seen that before it is a real real mind fuck um, of an anime it's really deep really dark 
how on earth they played this at half past seven in the morning and got away with it, I will never know because it's, it is so messed up. Uh, and that, and I would honestly say to somebody starting out with anime, don't start out the way I did because you're going very deep very quickly uh, and it kind of spirals from there. But ever since then, so for the last, what, 10, 15 years, I've been consistently, well, it was, probably, it was about 18 years actually, I've been pretty much consistently watching anime in and out subscribe to Funimation Crunchyroll all the all the necessary outputs in the UK um, and have been for several years now so I've seen quite a few uh, I've got a fairly good idea but as I say I'm by no means an expert so um should we talk about a starting point like like as a, as a brand new person never seen an anime before where where is the starting point I think she's the one. I think, I, yeah, I think I can start with this since I'm maybe, well, Mike, you probably have good insight too, but I started with Attack on Titan in like 2015. And I want to point out that in the past, anime was for the nerdy kids or the weird kids who were obsessed with like Japanese everything. And they would draw these little chibi characters and all this stuff. And I had a cousin like that. And so in like 2015, I texted her and I'm like, all right, I want to get into this stuff. Tell me a good starting point. And everybody at that point was watching Attack on Titan. So mm-hmm. I watched the first season. I don't know if the second one was out by then or not. But I watched it subbed, and I loved it. It was weird. It was kind of creepy. It was gruesome and brutal. And I loved every second of it. And for whatever reason, I just stopped. I mean, that was kind of a point in my life. I just finished college and started a real adult job. So I didn't have a whole lot of time to to invest like I do now because I don't have a life. But more recently, when we I, I talked to people about where should I start, Demon Slayer was a very, very popular one. And it's tough because there's so many great animes out there now, but even like One Piece just hit a 1,000 episodes. That's like mm, 16 yeah. days worth of episodes. Nobody has time to watch that now. So if you really want to get invested, it's best to start with something where there's like a season of it. So there's 20... Or is there 12 episodes of Demon Slayer? 22 or 24? I don't remember. But I think it's around 20, 24, 26, 25, it's something 20, like that. It's a 20 yeah. odd season, yeah. So it's a so pretty it's a, it's a dual call. So it's a pretty quick watch. You could watch it in a, a week or a weekend or whatever, depending on how committed you are. So I started with Demon Slayer, which is honestly kind of a weird place to start because it's it's a lot. It's not a happy go lucky anime by any means. So I don't think it is a weird place to start for you, Cheese. And I say that because I do have a uh, a handful of tips that I always give to people that want to get into anime. And one of those tips is exactly what you just said. Don't start with something that's super long. Yeah. Like don't go invest, go, don't go into a 90 episode anime straight away because you won't, you will lose steam and and pick something like you say, that's 12 or 24 episodes that you can see it through to the end. Yep. Um, yeah, don't start with One Piece. Yeah, no, don't start with One Piece. <laughs> don't start with Dragon Ball. Don't start with Bleach. Even my, even my hero, even my hero Academia is 130 episodes now. Exactly, like you you want to build into those lengths of series. Yes. Uh, secondly, the, the the layout of genres, with the exception of two, um, straight off the top of my head, are generally very similar to any other media. So the reason I say Demon Slayer isn't that weird for you, cheese, is as discussed last week, you really like horror. Right. And Demon Slayer is a ho- very horror-esque anime, although it's got a lot of action in it, is is an action horror, yeah. essentially. Yeah. So actually, it's the perfect place for you to start. 
And so I would yeah. say to anyone, if you if you're into like high school drama, watch A Slice of Life as your first one. If you're into superhero action, watch an action based <clears throat> anime. If you really fucking love robots like I do, watch a mecha um, and focus on those ones. And for those that don't know, mechas being ones, an anime involves a giant robot that people fight a bit like Power Rangers. Um but yeah, try and pick a genre that is similar to the genres that you would watch outside of anime because that's how you're going to find something that connects with you quicker. Yeah. Then if you just if you just go in and go, oh, that looks cool, but it's a completely separate genre to what you're used to watching, you're going to disconnect with it really quickly. Right. So and actually, I don't I don't think it is that weird. It's it wasn't weird for me, but like my my twin brother even was like, what should I watch? I'm like Demon Slayer, and I knew he was going to hate it because that's not really he doesn't watch horror. So for him. I recommended My Hero Academia, but again, that's a ton of episodes, but it's a very different style than My Hero Academia or than Demon Slayer. So my best advice is talk to people who know anime because like you're a great example, Shane, because you've seen so much and like my tattoo artist has watched a ton of anime too. So she can kind of say, well, do you want something scary? Do you want something kind of easier to watch? Uh, there's a lot of different stuff. I think you recommended Goblin Slayer to me. So I'm trying to watch as much different anime as possible mm. to see what it is I really like because there is so much out there. You're never going to be able to watch it all. So if I don't like the style of what would be One Piece, I'm not going to watch a thousand episodes of One Piece ever. So the best way and to start... Go ahead. And that's just, I was just going to say, and that's another thing. You just said that you just mentioned the word style. I would always implore people to watch an anime that they enjoy the art style. Yeah. Don't, if someone comes along to you and says, I think you're going to love this anime because the story is great. If you don't like the art style, you will not get on with it. Yeah. So yeah. make sure you're looking at the art style and going, you know what? That is a bit of me because otherwise you're just going to struggle. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's super important. <clears> and it's, that's kind of one of the reasons why I started watching more and more anime. Um, I did a, in college, I could did a little spell of, animation failed at it miserably because it's it's so hard and, yeah. and just um appreciating like the amount of effort that goes into those animations especially back in I the now 90s. look for yeah yeah like um i now look for really really well animated i know I, most of them are to be fair yeah but um just like you said like a specific style that 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 fits for you um one of them being and it's this is my kind of starting point really is is on netflix um there's two there's two actually one is um love death and robots which i know it technically isn't all anime but it's it's kind of a taste of a lot of different animation styles yeah and uh you know watching that and you're seeing there's like 3d techniques there's there's 2d drawn there's there's um there's all sorts of different different styles there and it's, it's kind of a nice mix to sort of get like a, a grasp on on what you enjoy watching um, you know, with with Love, Death and Robots, it's short story after short story. If, if none of you've ever heard me prattle on about it endlessly in this podcast, I finally watched. <laughs> like... we, we've watched a couple episodes finally, and we're like, we should have watched this forever ago. It's so good. It's yeah, the, good. the way I the way I sell it to people is is an animated Black Mirror. Yeah, and and that's yeah, that's the best way to sell it. Yeah. Um, but after watching that, I kind of um, being like from a, a massive gaming background I lean into Castlevania more and that has a really specific style that really yeah, gels with me and it did take me a few goes to like get into it but once it got to like the actual huge fight scenes and stuff like that like it's it's incredibly well animated incredibly well um, and I think 
like that for me is is like how I started, and, and I think it was a good starting point. Just sort of finding the animation that you love, and and kind of exploring more of it and trying to find more of it. And, Another but yeah, start. I also started with Netflix because it was free. I was already paying for it, so this is, that, that is handy. <laughs> Another great yeah. styled one that's on Netflix now. So I've already watched, I don't know, seven or eight, nine different animes. But this is maybe my favorite one already, and I'm only six episodes in. Maybe my favorite of all time, Cowboy Bebop, is awesome. I love the story. The style is absolutely amazing. The super gritty hand-drawn 1998 i think it came out in but like to this day it's just so well done and with the live action series coming out in a couple of weeks i think a lot of people will watch this because it literally just got put on netflix two or three days ago and it's it's so perfect it's the perfect aesthetic and it's just I, i need so much more of that right now and there's not very much like it's a short series. It's one season of twenty four episodes, I think. But oh, it, nice. it is so it's one good. season and a film. Yeah. the the way The way that was explained to me was it was kind of like a Guardians of the Galaxy type band of ragtag people and yeah, it's not super there. serious. It's, it's kind cru- of like the cruising around in space. Yeah, it's not like super slapstick humor or anything though, which is good because mm. that gets kind of old pretty quick. But it's just this kind of gritty, not super serious space bounty hunter show that has like this silky jazzy smoky yeah so the the, the, set, the big selling point for cowboy bebop is the music yes the, it's it's an anime like you say it's a, a quite a gritty sort of like bounty hunter story but the the use of music in that show is fantastic and yeah musically i think it's one of the best shows that's ever existed when it comes to to a musical standpoint um, and it, it, every time they have a space battle or or something happens on the ground, like and they're running around, there's just this fantastic like jazz score in the yeah. background that's like playing through, <laughs> and it's just so well done. It is. It's fantastic. It's just you feel like you're in like a smoky bar in the '90s, like watching some jazz performer <laughs> on stage with like a velvet blue curtain behind. Like it's just, it's exactly what I wanted it to be, and I can't wait to finish watching the series. It's amazing. With it, with it being so short, um, I think it's next on my list. <laughs> yeah, move it up. I, I, I think you would enjoy it. I, yeah, I think you would enjoy it. And actually, I think uh, from knowing you, Mike, I think there's like any any anime that like really heavily plays into music, I think you would probably get on with quite well. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I know you're quite big on music anyway. And you're, a, um, and and you're like a listener versus a watcher. Like you say, you like to have yeah, it on in the background. Of, so that might sell it to you a little bit better too. That is usually how I watch. I'll, I'll kind of just have it on in the background and be like listening in. And when when things get going, I'm, I kind of so get that full attention. Then yeah. With that in mind, then while we're on the note of uh, music entwined animes, I have two recommendations off the back of Cowboy Bebop. Uh, the first one is an anime called Samurai Champloo. Don't know if either of you've heard of that before. Samurai. I've been watching a bit of that off. off off the back of your recommendation, actually, it's so cheese. If you, if I've not mentioned this one to you before, have I? What's it called? Samurai what? Samurai Champloo. Champloo. Yeah, or Champloo, depending on how you want to say it. Um, so essentially, it's it's a samurai anime. It's set during whatever period in Japan involves samurais, um, but it's really, really cleverly mixed with uh, like late nineties, mid nineties hip hop. And there's this point where it quite almost crosses over and all of the fighting style is in time to hip hop beats. 
Um, it's really nice. clever how it's done. It's got a great story and the characters are great as well. Um, and it, yeah, it's just got some really solid action. And the other one I would recommend, and this is probably more for you, Mike, is a bit of a tearjerker though, not very actiony. Uh, is called Your Lie in April. It's a single series. It's on. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's essentially without giving away any spoilers. This is obviously the the just the blurb on Netflix. It's about a young boy who is uh, a sort of like um, prodigal pianist. He's this fantastic pianist at a very young age, um, except he's lost his mojo and he meets a young violinist um, and it kind of goes from there. But the story is fantastic. All of the score is like proper classical music, nice. but it is fantastically done uh, mm. and it 100% made me cry. So yeah, I think that's just a, yeah, get it on there because it's a solid, <laughs> solid show. Should we, should we maybe back up a little bit and discuss why anime is appealing? Like just start with that before we get into all these recommendations because we could do that forever. Yeah, just, just off the back of that uh, that yeah. one, that's why I wanted to throw that in there. But yeah, no, you're right. Um, I, I I mean, again, you, as, as, as the more beginners, you two hit me with why why it is appealing okay i mean i i kind of touched on it earlier about it just being well animated i kind of have it on in the background that's kind of how i watch anime um but so i'm just looking for pretty images to like have on in the background and then also if there's a amazing soundtrack a great story that comes with it then if it grabbed my attention then that's Mm. when i'm fully invested in it um but yeah it's it's kind of a tough question really because it's there's a, there's a lot of media out yeah. there to to um you know to to get your attention and picking anime over all of all of that is kind of like like why would you be doing that like when there's so much other stuff as well but um yeah for me it, it's 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 a tough one it's kind of like i have it on in the background and that's how i watch it um so i'm not not fully invested in it and it's not taking all of my attention because i've got so much other stuff to do like i do a lot of gaming obviously yeah um see and i i think from my perspective i need to be fully invested in it because my add if i don't have subtitles on or for some reason it seems like anime titles are really quiet like you have to crank your volume up really high at least on my tv and i noticed on my computer i don't know if that's a sound mixing issue or if that's just a common thing but I think I was just looking for something different to watch. Like I've watched Breaking Bad and Dexter and Game of Thrones and all of these shows. And at the end of the day, it's like, meh, why? Like we're all creative people and we appreciate like the, the animation styles that these shows do. And they can do so much more than CGI can't. Well, certain aspects, like we talked how, Demon Slayer would not be as good of a live action show as it is an anime because they can do these beautiful drawings of these different breathing forms and like all this stuff that's kind of fantastical and sometimes in their head or whatever it may be that CGI would just butcher. I think like the, I never saw that the Avatar live action movie, the last airbender or whatever movie, but I'm sure that was a huge reason that it was terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Let's, let's look at that. (laughs) So I think for me, I just needed to see something new, and even some, even though Cowboy Bebop's twenty five years old, to me it's new, and that style mm-hmm. is new, and 
the more you watch it, the more you start to see why it's so popular. And there's nothing wrong with watching the popular animes because it's still different. Like people watch Game of Thrones for a reason. People watch all these shows for a reason. But mm. there's so much to ingest in media nowadays that you can really only pick and choose so much. And you really have to pick something that really speaks to you and really grabs your attention. And after I watched Demon Slayer, I'm like, all right, let's go a totally different direction and watch something else. And I chose My Hero Academia. And that one's great because it's a longer standing show. It's been on for, I want to say, like eight years or something. And you start to see how different it is, like just in a day-to-day life of these characters, especially as they're Japanese characters or whatever it may be. And comparing it to life in the UK and life in America, like you start to see all these different things. And then you get really invested because you're like, wow, they're not saying, we talked specifically about My Hero Academia, where they're not like, I'm going to kill you, and I'm the best. It's like, I will do my best, and I will try to go beyond 100% of what I give to like what I'm trying to do with my life. Like It's just, you get kind of caught up in that, and you're like, this is fantastic. Like, why do Through we have to... friendship. Yeah, right? you're like, why do we have to be this way? Like, they get it right. So let me back up a little bit. I think for me, I love anime because the storytelling and the character development are perfected. There is something about one of the the first episode of My Hero Academia. You see this little character. I think he's supposed to be like five or six years old, and he's crying watching this superhero. He's so obsessed. He loves this guy. He wants to be that when he grows up. And then they're like, sorry, kid, you can't do that. And then the kid breaks down and cries, and it's the most heart-wrenching thing. But it's animated, and you're like, why do I care about this cartoon character? But Man. once you watch the whole series, and then you start it again, like I have now twice, it's just like, ah, they they just get it. It's not like animation. It's not like cartoons that we have here and grew up with, like, Hey Arnold and the Rugrats. And I guess I don't know if you guys had those shows. I assume you had access to yeah. a lot of that stuff. <laughs> But it's not the same at all. Like, that was just, like, entertainment and supposed to be kind of funny and, like, oh, these babies can talk. But this is not that way at all. It's, like, struggles of real life in in circumstances where they have superpowers or something. Like, they, it's not so made up. It's like they, they tie real world in with the fantastical, and that what's, that's what makes it awesome. It still feels real even though it's so made up, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. You feel connected yeah, to like, these characters, even though you don't have superpowers. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, for me, literally everything that both of you have just said is what makes anime great. Like yes. the mixture of fantastic art styles, and there is so many different art styles and so many different studios doing different things. One of my favorite studios, for example, is Trigger, and they have a very specific style to their the way they do like combat and the way that they draw their characters it's very colorful it's very like in your face but still very like dark and down to earth um but then at the same time like you say cheese like you look at anime can do things that like with storylines and characters that for me no other medium can yeah game of thrones is a perfect example that you've raised how often does a a a, um a fantasy series comes along that really, really, really puts you in the place of that fantasy world and makes you feel like you're in that universe. Game of Thrones is a great example of that, but how often does a show like that come along? It's pretty um, few. I mean, I, I can think Very like, few and far between. like Star Wars, which they're not shows, but like Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Game of Thrones. 
those are the biggest yeah, ones but, to me because you've got to look at things like budget and, <clears throat> yeah. and then the actors and whereas actually with anime you can you can create this super fantastical world that's actually really like looks beautiful and easy to fall in love with on a shoestring budget in comparison to to the budget that game of thrones is made for yeah you can create these characters that you can just absolutely fall in love with super quickly and storylines that make them really down to earth while at the same time having crazy superpowers or having crazy shit going on that you just think how does this make sense yeah why am i crying over the fact that this guy's just been punched and he's now <laughs> to get about to fly into the sky or some shit like it just it can do things that i don't think any other medium can and then once and then even when you then combine those two things and like we say with demon slayer and there's a lot of anime and my hero is the same exact same thing i don't think my hero would ever work in a live action format it just wouldn't have the same impact it'd be weird than it had yeah. as a lot animated. of green screen cgi bullshit that would ruin it for a lot of people you really fast you lose a lot of the character yeah. of of like because it's just a person like like me or you or whatever like the way they're drawn and everything they're like so fantastical they're like nothing that, that you know a human could replicate like the size of exactly of um you know, like De- Deku, he's, he's got this green, crazy hair and stuff like that. And then and and that, he's, he's um, like, he's meant to be like tiny in comparison to all of his classmates. And like you compare yeah, him against yeah. All Might and he's like the size of a single thigh. There's a few, <laughs> <Just> one thigh. <laughs> There's a few things to elaborate on there. Number one is the, the way that anime does facial expressions. And like sometimes like in Demon Slayer and My Hero, they'll do a totally different animation style when they're like frustrated or disgruntled or flustered or something where their eyes, will, their face will go white and they just do something totally different that emphasizes that emotion far better than an actor could. Another thing is when they do more of the, the characters not talking, but you're hearing their thoughts that does not translate in live action at all. But in anime, it's everywhere and you just get used to it. So yeah, that, develops those characters so much more also touching on that cheese um some of the storylines would just never translate again we talk like we're just talking about demon slayer the first five minutes an entire family gets murdered how many how many live action shows are you going to see or even going to get past the pilot stage where an entire family including children get absolutely murdered in a horrific gory fashion within the first five minutes there's something about that, that, yeah, yeah there's something about it being animated where it's a little more digestible it's a little more like oh well yeah i could watch this show another thing yeah. that i want to touch on too is of all the anime that i've watched there's not a single character that i hated my hero academia has dozens of characters like there's 20 kids in the class so right from the get-go there's kids that, you, that aren't your favorites but like it's not like oh my God, I hate them. Why are they on the show? Everything is so well thought out. And at some point or another, each character gets their episode or their arc or whatever it is where you get to know them. You get to hear like their thoughts a little bit more played out. And there's really never a time you don't like them. Even in um, Demon Slayer, which we're going to talk a lot about, I feel like, uh, Zenitsu or whatever his name is, he is so annoying, but then he has these redeeming qualities that they kind of touch on. So they are... that the anime studios are masters of character development and keeping everybody kind of like on the same playing field. Like, yeah, Tanjiro might be the favorite or Nezuko, but like these other characters are are amazing at certain times. (laughs) Yeah. 
like uh, I feel like they're all they all get their well roundedness like eventually. You know, they all get their moments. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of just going off the back of that because we're all pretty excited here just talking about anime and like yeah. all the shit that we love like can we yeah. um, can we talk about some like negatives some negative points I hate to bring it up but there are some some things that like irk me when I'm watching anime when I have it on um, one of them being because it's usually short episodes about 20 minutes yeah you get five minutes of like a super long intro <laughs> yeah. and then a super long outro and it's like you just get so sick of that music yeah um that that's one for me that stands out and it's kind of like the, the standard for like a good anime for me is is whether my girlfriend would watch like whether Elliot watch it um and you know, she sat and watched some with me and what have you. And it's always like that point where it's like, oh, this fucking music again. Like, I'm so sick of it. And I'm not saying it's it's like bad music or anything because it is usually pretty good. I mean, once sometimes you hear it's it, bad. like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Um, but what once you hear it like over and over and over and over and over again, um, one of them for me was Attack on Titan. It just had like great music, but I was just so sick of it. Like, because I, cause I, I binge watched it and it's like, Every 20 minutes you hear the same song and it's like, fuck, I'm so sick of this. My favorite is when um, it's not in English and you still know the words. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the good, I mean, one, I, I get what you're saying and I do I do see what you're saying around the negative of that. One of the good things that particularly some of the, the more developed animes do do, um, which I do think do. is quite good. So generally anime is, it's, the layout is different to um, American or British shows in that, um, as you said, cheese. Sometimes it's a twelve-episode series, or sometimes it's a twenty-four. Now, generally, what it is is that a series is split into two cores, so two yeah. halves, um, or four cores, depending on how long the series is going to be. Generally, it's twelve episodes to a core. Now, the reason they tend to do that is they'll do like the spring, the first core being like spring, and then they'll have like a summer break, and yeah. then they'll be the second core. So, I know some shows do that. I know Riverdale, for example, for America, they did a similar style thing where it split the seasons in half. And it's, I think America have taken it on in some areas. It's a lot more shows. popular yeah. now because of Netflix shows and Hulu and all that stuff that we have here. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, they, they split it up half, half a series to have a small break <clears> and another half keeps the what interest. Anim- yeah, definitely. And what anime does tend to do is that when there is that core switch, and there's often it's often two story arcs which then have an overarching story over the top of that as well so it's not just one really long story it's 12 episodes of arc 12 episodes of arc and a a massive overarch what you do tend to find is the music changes after each core um the thing that frustrates me the most is generally the first two or three calls will always have the best music and then it gets substantially worse as the season goes (laughs) on my hero is a prime example of that Uh, Attack on Titan is a prime example of that. Yeah. This, the music is so much worse in the more recent seasons than in the starting seasons. Yeah. Um, my hero I mean, is like the first season of Attack on Titan is an absolute banger, and then when you get yeah. to the later seasons, it's like this is dreadful. I'm so sick of this. And it's now. exactly the same. Like <laughs> I will literally go away and listen to the My Hero opening for the first couple of seasons. Oh, yeah. I would. I, I won't skip actively it. avoid yeah. the latest one because I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? I'd be curi- I don't want to hear this. I'd be curious to know what the impact is, like why music and anime are so closely connected. Like if it's more in Japan, because like most of those have Japanese songs as their intro, like what that relationship's like and why. Like I, I don't know if those are 
like nerdy think, bands or if it's like uh selected for a reason or if they like they're not written for the show i assume they're just songs from albums that have been picked to be the main so song. a lot of the time they are written for the show oh really um, a lot a lot of the sh- particularly in the later seasons so a lot of them are written for the show specifically i know my that makes hero it on that was yeah. specifically for the show okay um but also the way the music industry industry works over there is very different to how it works in other countries okay there's a lot of like sponsorship from outside the music industry into the music industry including <laughs> like shops sponsoring bands and stuff like it's yeah. it's very confusing and it's very different over there as to how it works but generally the music industry likes to be involved all the industry try to get involved with each other essentially and everyone tries to kind of support each other depending on what irrelevant of what industry you're in so you tend to find the music industry supports the tv industry a lot in that country as opposed to being like a completely separate Hmm. interesting i guess that makes sense because like you said my hero specifically intro and the credit scene the credit song at the end they switch them up like two sometimes two or three times a season i noticed especially not after like after the first two they do and most of them are bangers like they're awesome but you're right the newer ones not so great and it sucks i will say something about how you should watch anime i don't want to like change the subject but there's nothing worse than a not being able to skip the intro and b well actually there's three b being able to skip the uh credits at the end to go to the next episode and the the c3 whatever i don't know if i was numbers or letters but the third thing (laughs) is do not watch something like my hero academia on hulu you don't have hulu there i don't think but here you can watch it with ads for free or not for free with your subscription it's a cheaper subscription but then you have ads every like seven or eight minutes and it ruins the flow of the show and people love anime because it is so bite-sized you can watch an episode in 20 minutes and you're on your way, but the commercials ruin it. Pay extra yeah, but that's to have get you yeah. to pay for it, isn't it? Yeah, which is totally like, worth it. Again, that's why Netflix is a, is a decent starting yeah. point. Like you get a good selection on there. Um, there's no ads in between and yep. stuff like that. And there's no extra subscription for it or anything like that. And a lot of the stuff that's yeah, on Hulu they... is like uh, newer animes that you can get on Crunchyroll and Funimation, but the way they have to do it is with the ads. So if you're really needing yeah. to see the new episode of My Hero, then you watch it subbed on Hulu with ads. But, man, it's not the right way to watch it. <laughs> so Crunchyroll does the same thing. Um, if it, if you're not a uh, paid member, then you have to watch it with ads. If you're a paid member, you can skip the ads. Oh, well, it just doesn't play them. It's rough. Um, I, I do have another negative to add, though. I know Mike just mentioned about there being a few negatives. Um, and one of the big, big negatives for me is and it, there's particular shows that do it more so than others is large amounts of, of unnecessary filler episodes and it's yeah, it's where there's a big c- one clear they the writers have hit a bit of a wall and are trying to work through it <clears throat> but they have to obviously still meet a a deadline of getting episodes out and so they it ends up becoming um the the most notorious one is dragon ball i think it was the fr- uh, and this yeah. is just from memory i think it was the freezer fire ended up being something like a stupid like 10 episodes long or something because they hadn't finished writing the the series so they ended up having to drag out this fight um but there's a lot of series that do do that they throw in i'm all for 
one filler episode in the middle. I can deal with that. Like one one little fun filler episode. The Heroes Notebook. Yeah, like those episodes. Yeah, a little yeah. sidetrack from the yeah, core yeah. story just to give you a bit of a breather. But when there's three, <clears> four, five filler episodes because they don't really know where they're going with it, you just think, oh, I'm just, uh, is it worth my time now? Even yesterday, I was, I was streaming a game and somebody came in and was talking about One Piece. And I'm like, I did not know that there was a thousand episodes until it was trending on Twitter the other day for their anniversary or whatever, or hitting that milestone. And the person said that they... Their, their icon was literally the One Piece logo. They're like, yeah, I love it, but it's a lot of fluff. It's a lot of filler for a thousand yeah, episodes yeah. for a show that's been well, on how, since like 1996. How do you have a thousand episodes without there being a, a, a like loads yeah, of filler? It's, right. it's not possible. You can't possibly have a thousand episodes of pure story driven episodes every. It's just you. It'd be impossible, surely. Yeah, and I. Yeah, I mean, there's there's another one that does this a lot, and I've tried to watch it a few times. Is Naruto or Naruto? Yeah. Um, like. I don't know. It's just because it's sort of it's come from the the sort of the, the comic, the mangas. Um, but like, it feels like some of the episodes are just like one still image. Like you know, like there's a fight that's going on for like you know a whole episode, and it's, it just feels like one still image, and they just move to another image, and then back. And there's obviously there's like dialogue and stuff like that, but those ones get a huge disconnect for me because it's just yeah, the animation isn't there. <clears throat> And it tends it to be, to be to be fair, it does tend to be those action, uh, more so than the, the male character-dominated shows, uh, action shows, Dragon Balls, Naruto's. I know Bleach mm. used to be quite bad for it, One Piece. They're all very similar in that they're just, they're heavy action fighting shows that then just fluff out their fights with a lot of filler. I feel like uh, My Hero Academia, sorry, that's my... F- my favorite i'm looking at my <laughs> five can't tell. my six figures back since. there my <laughs> figures back there but like that show does not have a ton of fluff there's a couple of episodes where like could have lived without that but most of those fluff episodes i'd consider the the look into other like the individual characters lives like the not so main characters the b and c characters and sometimes if you're invested enough in the show, like where you just need more of it, you will watch the hero notebook episodes and yeah, they're not amazing, but it adds a little bit of charm to some of those characters that you get to see less of. So sometimes it's okay, but if it's a thousand episodes and 50% of them are fluff, no, thank you. It's, it's, it's also heavy, very show dependent, isn't it? Like for example, if you've got a, let's say a heavy zombie, anime that's like gore and uh lots of fighting and lots of like hard-hitting emotional stuff and then it takes a small break from that to give you a bit of a breather to kind of do a, a slightly less emotional like a little bit more of a fun episode you can kind of go you know what i needed this breather yeah um whereas it's something that's like really story driven and actually it doesn't need that break and that's when it feels like oh, why did you put this in there this just this disconnects the story from me now because it's unnecessary yeah it's kind of all about balance, I think, for most of those shows. Uh, I just finished uh, finished Jujutsu Kaisen like recently, and I don't know if either of you have watched that yet. I know Jedi no, has. Yet. A few episodes of it. I loved it. I thought it was great. It reminded me a lot of Demon Slayer with a lot more comedy built into it, so it, it was a little more digestible. I keep saying digestible, and I hate myself for it. Uh, but it, it's one of those shows where it, it is a good balance of like really gruesome, heavy light and dark fighting stuff and then like oh my god that was actually really fun. like laughing out loud funny it was it was that that kind of anime so that balanced out really well and sometimes it doesn't always work that way 
I don't remember what that. my point was. <laughs> As I say, this is this is why I always advise to go for the shorter animes yeah. that are a complete series, start to finish, has a beginning, has a middle, has an end. Not the Dragon Balls <clears> that have been going since nineteen ninety two or whatever year it started, and and still doesn't have an end in sight. Um, it's it's always good to go for those ones where there's going to be a clear finish at the end because it. I think for me, and I, and I imagine Mike, you're very similar to this because you give up on things quite easily. If you <laughs> if you know that there is an end in sight, you're probably more willing to watch through it, aren't you? Whereas if you know if you think, oh well, this is just going to go on forever, you're like, oh, I can't be asked for this. I'm just going to move on to something that's worth my time. Yeah, honestly, the the, the second thing I look at when I, I like I see an anime, I see the, like the cover art, and then I look at like the episode amount yeah. of episodes there are and then like if it's more than 100 i'm like nah, i'm done i can't i can't <laughs> unless, that's unless high something... yeah that's so high but so much higher than i thought you would say yeah i mean it's probably yeah probably overstated there but um you know i'll i'll definitely pick like the 12 episode 24 episode yeah ones i'll pick them first every I, time i kind of disagree and this is why if like in my phone i keep a list of anime recommendations from people like shane and mike and my tattoo artist, whatever. And I write whose name, who recommended it next to it? Because then that kind of helps me decide how much I trust their opinion. <laughs> but reasonable. But I like to watch like Jujutsu Kaisen was a good example. Uh, Goblin Slayer, Demon Slayer. All these shows were one season. And even though there's more coming, if you don't like it, you, you didn't waste all this time watching a hundred episodes. But if you really, really like it, I want to watch all of it. So I think, yeah, giving up on it easily is one thing, but I don't want to necessarily watch an entire series before I realize I hate it. If it's a season, I can give it 12 episodes, whatever. But the end in sight thing for me, I I guess would make sense if I hated it. But I think, I don't think a lot of people just go to Netflix and pick whatever anime pops up on the anime tab. They're probably going off of a recommendation from somebody who, knows what they're talking about i get a lot of my recommendations from tiktok (laughs) (laughs) i thought you were gonna say say bad recommendations from shane i'm like no (laughs) (laughs) i mean uh, you know there's a there's a few from there that have have, you know like trusted opinions kind of thing i think that's what like like cheese was saying just about you're kind of like like i'll give like a long-running anime a go if if someone's like recommended from the yeah. right person yeah. yeah 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 definitely yeah that's and i, I mean i'm my, that's my general view is if i've come across it myself and it's more than two seasons i'm probably not going to watch it yeah. because i can't i'm not going to dedicate myself to something that i know nothing about that's longer than two seasons whereas if it's come from like you say if it's come from a trusted source that's recommended it to me and i've got good reason to think i would enjoy it then i'm more willing to give it a go but i also give anime generally a three and four, three slash four episode like grace period. So if I if it hasn't captured me by the third episode, then I'm done with it. Goblin Slayer uh, is I a give... good example of that because the first episode is trash, but the second episode yeah, it, it finds its feet and it gets better. But and I generally find that the first episode of a lot of animes struggle to find their feet, and it's the second and third episodes where they really kind of secure themselves. Especially that, if it's a pilot, if I never yeah. caught me by the end of the third episode. Then I'm like, oh, this probably isn't gonna do it for me. So like um for me for me the opposite of that was um Naruto again. Like the first episode was really good, like had all these like nuanced storylines like betrayal and and you know this this kid that wants to be the superhero 
figure in his village. And then the next episode, it's like fucking what's it called? Like the the titty woman clone or whatever is like. I've never watched Snow. I, so I don't know. Yeah, it just goes from like really cool and like ninja village and pretty awesome to like really fucking stupid. And it's like just, it's just like it's a huge disconnect again. Like just it's just like I know I'm done. <laughs> Shane, having since you're like more experienced in anime and you're the one to give out recommendations, how do you f- discover new shows? Do you just kind of roll the dice and pick something that's uh, trending, or do you have other sources too of people that watch a lot more than you, which seems impossible? But <laughs> I, d- I actually don't have any sources of people watch that watch more than me. Um, out of all my friends, I believe I think I'm the, the 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 source generally. Um, I couple of couple of things i do um i do I, I do go through funimation i tend to anything that's new that comes out i tend to give it a couple of episodes and just make a decision quite quickly off of that so i what there's a lot of animes where i've only watched the first two or three episodes just to <laughs> give it a try um because i want to test it out um i do also read a lot of um uh, there's a website called the anime news network uh, so it's basically a worldwide news collaboration website it collects all the anime news going on i check that pretty much daily they do reviews for all the upcoming seasons all the anime that's coming out uh, <laughs> massive nerd uh, and it's pretty much where i find out all of my anime news from um and then on top of that because i've got because there's quite a bit around anime i do know certain studios and that like i keep track of what's going on and for example if studio trigger does something i will that is automatically at the top of my list no matter what because i, I love the studio um, much like our friend Aiden, he's got directors that he loves. That if a film comes out by that director, he's likely to go and see it. It's exactly the same. If I friend if is a strong word bigger. in that sentence, our friend Aiden, he's not going to listen to this anyway, so we can we can say that. Our <laughs> compadre, um, yeah. So if if like say if something comes out from Julia Trigger, then I am that that's that's top of my list. Um, yeah. But I also the thing is because I've spent such a long time with anime, I know what I like and I know what I don't like. And I can pick up generally within, like I say, two episodes, whether I'm going to enjoy it. I, I know from just one or two shots of the anime style, like the art style, whether I'm going to like the art style or not, because I'm very picky when it comes to art styles. Yeah. I absolutely hate, and I mean hate, uh, the really glossy CG style. Um, so the first episode of season two of Love, Devon Robots, you know, the one with the, the old lady and the vacuum cleaner. Yeah, I've seen that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's CG, season that, two. That style of anime to me is horrible. <clears throat> I, I cannot get on with it. Is I prefer the hand-drawn Demon Slayer, uh, My Hero, Cowboy Bebop. I like the older style as well. Yeah. But that more there's, sort of hand-drawn style is much more me. There's an episode in, in Love, Death and Robots where um, there's like, a, like an engineer... It's in like a feudal Japan type thing, and he he basically transforms his scale into like a like a nine tails fox, and it's all that's very mm-hmm. anime like animation style. Um, I feel like you'd like that one over. Yeah, definitely. But then I also don't like. So yeah, you've both watched Visions, haven't you? Star Wars Visions. I watched the first episode, turned on yeah. the first episode, and there was something about that style that turned me off immediately. That first episode, I don't know if it's all the same. They're different, right? No, They're different so styles. Every single episode has a different <clears throat> anime style. That, that first yeah, one they... was like very, like the guy's cloak or something was blowing in the wind and it was just going like this. And for some reason, yeah. I'm just like, I, 
I can't do this, at least not right now in that current mindset. And anime is definitely, you have to be in the mood for a style. Sometimes it changes. Mm. Sometimes you need something very digestible like Haikyuu or something versus Demon Slayer where you have to pay more attention. But the style sometimes does ruin it for you. You're right. Well, um, it's there very is... sort of like ancient Japan like art style that yeah. you see on like, like feudal <clears throat> Japan, Japanese like scrolls and things yeah. like that you imagine seeing. Yeah, definitely. The episode, I think it was the second or third to last episode, which is the one with the robot, Mike, that, um, the the little robot that could, basically. Yeah, the, you know, it's like Astro about. Boy. Yeah, so that, that yeah. proper, like, it was like 1950s, 1960s Astro Boy style animation. I do not like that. I think yeah. it's great from a historical perspective. Like, I can see where it's come from. I can see why people like it. I just cannot get on with it. I just, I just don't enjoy it. Yeah, um, just just going back to sort of obviously this being a beginner's guide. I know Shane, you had um, a bunch of tips. I don't know if you've ran through them all already, or you want to go through them again just quickly, and then um, maybe we can move on to some some recommendations from us all. Like yeah, I mean, I, I've I've gone through like my my core tips um, that I, I and I've yeah, it's more around the recommendations, whatever tips I've got left to kind of tie around that. <clears throat> we could yeah. talk we could talk about the the future of it and then give the recommendations to end. That might be a good, a good yeah process. So yeah, uh, I think anime is more popular now than ever, especially in the United States. It's way more popular than it's ever been. It, it goes beyond like hot topic. I don't know what stores you have, so if I'm talking gibberish, let me know. But hot topic and like the the pop culture show uh, stores that the specific emo scene kids whatever would go in and out of and get their Dragon Ball Z T-shirts. Now it's like. Target and Walmart have front end caps, full displays of manga books and of anime toys and uh, even uh, uh, building kits like Gundam, like actual pieces together things. So it is so crazy. Uh, Another thing I was talking about uh, with a coworker, even her daughter plays high school volleyball and she said volleyball is the fastest growing sport in our state. And I've heard several people tell me this, that they know people whose kids started playing volleyball because of the Haikyuu anime. Like it's changing the way these kids are thinking because now it's more mainstream. And honestly, I chose to watch that anime one day because I wanted something simple. And when you tell somebody you're going to watch an anime about volleyball, boys volleyball in Japan, you're like, that's stupid. But then I was like, well, it is super popular. So how do they do it? And why is it popular? And then you start to watch it and they break down volleyball and they break down like teamwork essentially. And it's maybe the most underrated sport I've ever heard of. Like it is incredibly dense. Like it's a very, very strategic <laughs> and, I mean, it's a fun sport. I played it in fourth grade. It was awesome. But this is a whole show about it, and it's literally changing how these kids grow up, and that is amazing. So uh, for the people who are anime fans now, like you, Shane, or have been for years, it's probably pretty weird for you to see it as such a mainstream thing where adults and kids alike are sharing these interests and seeing these books and toys and figures and stuff pop up everywhere and not only that but it's become much more accessible it's, you don't have to have Crunchyroll and Funimation you have Netflix it has so much original content and a lot of old stuff 
And they're even getting creative with like the live action Cowboy Bebop coming up. And then they just put yeah. the, the original series on there too. That's brilliant because everybody wants to watch that or rewatch it before they watch this this new show that's coming out that's supposed to be awesome when really it's a 25-year-old anime that's finally getting in front of people in a new way. So it's like Star Wars coming back again where these animes that have stood the test of time are getting reintroduced to a new audience in a much more vast platform. Like, this is just the beginning, guys. Like, it's going to get way better from here. Even with, like, My Hero Academia, like, the show's been on for a while but it seems like everybody target and Walmart sell t-shirts now. Like you can just get a shirt anywhere. And these figures that keep coming out everywhere. And it's so exciting. <laughs> yeah. Like I, don't, I don't think the UK is quite at that level yet, but it's, I mean, it's definitely sort of getting there. Yeah. Like we don't have, um, it's not Walmart over here. It's Asda, but like, um, you may see like the odd little, um, Pokemon thing or something like that. But, as far as like things like Demon Slayer and My Hero and and all the like the big popular ones at the minute are not really about you might you may catch like um Nike they're, or they're a um, little bit more about the new than they used to be, but yeah. I mean yeah, Primark, definitely, Primark yeah. definitely has a few bits. I know Asda George has had a few bits over the, the last year or so, but yeah, they're not they're not like as mainstream as I think they are with Hot Topic, for example, which is something we don't yeah. have over here. Cheese, just to let you know. Yeah, but even yeah. like even our tar- so Target is like our second Walmart. It's huge in this country. It's everywhere. And for a while, you could get like a Dragon Ball Z T-shirt, but now it's Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon and some of those older stuff, those older animes. And now I got a Demon Slayer shirt there the other day, and I have a My Hero shirt, and then there's some like a Hello Kitty uh, My Hero shirt, like it's becoming so easy to get. And so it's, it's, it's just amazing. It's, it's not just the nerdy kids anymore. It's kind of a, it's a pop culture thing and nothing Mm -hmm. goes faster here than pop culture trends. Like it's once it picks up steam, it sticks for years. It's like, I think, yeah, go ahead. I think it's definitely doing enough different stuff to become like more and more mainstream. Like it is doing Um, one of, one of the huge things I think that's, that's obviously, influencing that is is like how social media is working yeah like really like you look on tiktok it's probably the most popular app with like younger generation mm-hmm. um you know like for example mine every other thing on there is anime related in some way like like there's no there's no escape from it and then you could you go on like places like facebook twitter instagram all custom adverts are all like anime related for like the latest shoes that have come out with like <laughs> um you know like demon slayer artwork on the side and stuff like that so it's just definitely like becoming more and more in your face and becoming this 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 big enterprise really yeah it's 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 accessibility that's the main thing Mm. so i know you said obviously about it potentially me finding it weird and i don't find it weird really um the difference now to when to when it first sort of started coming over is accessibility um a lot of people would argue and I, I think it's kind of uh, it is kind of key that Akira for example when it came over in the mid 90s is one of the first real anime films to breach the western um like audience but the problem was if you didn't if you weren't into anime hugely and you had to go out of your way to look for it you weren't going to go and buy a kit if you're going to go down to the dvd shop or video store you weren't going to go and pick up an anime you'd never heard of it and never right. seen it yeah and and then from there the next 
like the next sort of really huge element was 2011 spirit away completely took the world by storm um people started to pick up well actually anime can be something different here it, it can be lovable um and again but it still didn't have that element of accessibility that it does now and over the last 10 years between netflix amazon both not only showing lots of previous animes that have been around but also developing and funding their own animes and then throwing in um that, that we've now got streaming services like funimation crunchyroll um, then being on hulu i'm sure there's probably some on hbo max because anime is so accessible now it that that's what's causing this like massive um up to uptake in it and like mike's a prime example if it wasn't on netflix the chances are mike would probably have not looked into it as much as he has but the fact that he doesn't have to go out of his way to pay for it and go and buy an anime just to try it out means he's more willing to go and watch an anime just because it's there it's there but yeah. it's free it's part of the package you already have yeah, yeah. But like, like you said, it is accessibility, but that's now led me on to Funimation, Crunchyroll, and the, those other big services like that, um, where I'm paying for those monthly now because I'm watching more and more anime. Just, but it is like readily exactly. available, you know. The apps are right there on, on like PlayStation and Xbox yeah. and on your phone, all that. On the Switch. Funimation's yeah. on the Switch now, which is like the, it's the first TV app to break the Switch. Yeah. It's really like... bizarre. You'd think it'd be Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, like at, no so, other TV app gets onto the Switch, but yeah. <laughs> Animation does somehow. And it's actually a really good app. It's like really yeah. well developed, which is <laughs> madness because Funimation apps are generally trash. Yeah, they're pretty awful. So, um, I, but I, I, I mean, I, just before we step off of Funimation, obviously there was the big new, the big story earlier in the year. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Crunchyroll was purchased by Sony. Sony owns Funimation. Um, so Crunchyroll yeah, and Funimation right. are now owned by the same company. They have previously stated, or they haven't, they haven't outlined how this is going to work. That the two two companies will merge, um, and that there will Funny be a, <laughs> something Crunchy, along Crunchy those fun. lines, um, and that there will be a single um, a single subscription rate for ev all, yeah. all the content that both offer. Now, the interesting thing with that is, for those that don't know, Funimation is uh, specializes in dubbed they are they are they're kind of the key one of the probably the most influential dubbing company in america they do kind of all the major dubs for major films there are other dubbing companies obviously but they're the ones that kind of really stick out whereas crunchyroll outside of japan they are the the go-to for next day episodes live or live when japan releases them so my hero comes out in japan you'll be able to watch it usually within a couple of hours yeah in another country or the next day off. worst case i think i usually get it the next day exactly but, that's, but having those two combined subbed, is going to be right. incredible but that's subbed and then if you don't want to wait if you want to wait you can to get it dubbed but otherwise you can watch it subtitled the next day yeah so it's only, it's only going to get better it's only going to get bigger yeah but um <clears throat> yeah so we should we tie up with our with some recommendations then yeah, like um, I kind of split mine into sort of categories, um, maybe a little different to you guys, but um, the first sort of ones were superb stories, um, one of them being Attack on Titan, although it does have some down points and some weird choices and things like that. Overall, it's a great story. It's a fantastic setting about um, this sort of walled off city that's surrounded by these like attacking titans <laughs> um <laughs> titans that attack i guess that makes sense um yeah <laughs> but it's it's just this like 
fantastic story and it starts like instantly it's it's like straight off the bat it's it's um and you, you're like straight into the story you know yeah. like these these little villages in this tiny town are fucked and um it just carries on from there it's 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 great it's a great ride it's a great story and that one wraps up but, in the next year right it's its final season yeah i think it's something like between 16 and 80 episodes i'm not 100 sure i think it's at 80 I looked it up shane's, earlier. shane's already doing the research on that i can tell i think it was like <laughs> the 80, anime glasses have come on 86 um, or something something like that yeah it's quite it's quite long but it's it's there's not much filler. I know that was one of the one of the downsides of it. Um, there's not too much filler in there. Um, another one, which is just a movie that I've watched recently and absolutely adored. This was off Shane's recommendation. Is Your Name? Which um, we spoke about last week quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. We like we covered it last week um, or last episode. Or last episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, fantastic animation. Like, if you if you want to know more about that, like, listen to last last week's episode or last time's episode, last episode. Um, another one which is um, a Netflix animation, Seven Deadly Sins. It's again a little on the longer side, but um, has some some fantastic like storylines and arcs and everything in it. It's, it's it's got some great characters. Um, I watched this entire series while I decorated my kitchen. Like I just watched all of the series while I was doing that, but it was a great time. Yeah. Um, another one is like your heroes, and another category for me is heroes and Saturday morning cartoon, that kind of vibe. Um, so I'll just rattle through these quite quickly because there's a lot of them. Um, mm-hmm. I say there's a lot. There's five. Uh, My Hero Academia being obviously top of the list. It's it is a Saturday morning cartoon. Um, it's about superheroes. It's you know school kids. It's, it's it takes you right back to that kind of era. Um, Demon Slayer kind of I know it's it's very horror esque and it's a lot more adult, but it's it's like these like super superhero characters with all these like um, you know crazy powers and abilities and things like that. Um, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Fantastic title, but it, it really has that vibe of this Saturday morning cartoon. Um, another great one um, is One Punch Man. Um, one Punch Man's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. It really pokes fun at like all the tropes in anime, and um, it stars this overpowered, um, bald character. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so cheese. You should watch it. You'd relate. Yeah, because I um, look like him without muscles. <laughs> But yeah, so he just basically wins every fight in one punch, and it's just how boring that would get. Spoiler and, alert! Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one which I watched recently again is Record of Ragnarok, which is this just crazy concept of um, like this. So it's it basically just pits different gods against each other. So you have um, well, it's gods versus humans. So you'll have um, great warriors from like. Um, Japanese history, people like Lu Bu and um, Guan Yu, people like that. There's also um, Adam of Adam and Eve, like the Christianity, like the very first human, you know. And they're basically fighting like Thor and Odin and people like that. It's, it's so crazy. I need to watch that it's one. so fun. That sounds fantastic. It's, yeah, yeah, it's really good. 
Um, but I've talked a lot, so I want to I want to hear some of you guys' uh, <clears throat> recommendation. I'll go next because I'm sure Shane has yeah. a bunch. <clears throat> <laughs> obviously, I've talked about. Well, you talked about Demon Slayer. We all obviously love Demon Slayer. My Hero Academia is the same. Uh, Hayukyu is the volleyball one. I don't know if I say that right, but that's how I say it. Hayuk 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 is a good one. <laughs> it's very easy to watch. It's not a whole lot to pay attention to necessarily, but it's it's a good. It's just an interesting and very different. If you've never watched a sports anime, it might be a good place to start because it is. It's pretty solid. Uh, I just watched The Way of the House Husband on Netflix. Super short. Episodes are maybe 12 minutes long. 15 maybe. I don't remember. And each episode is several vignettes of different things. So basically, quick synopsis. He was a Yakuza boss named Immortal Dragon. And now he's a house husband. So like a stay-at-home husband. And it's just like... Oh, it's amazing. He talks about beans, but in, they they show that beans and the yakuza are bullets, and so he's talking to, about beans with these other people, and they're like beans, and it, it's just it's so ridiculously funny and witty and well done. The animation style is awesome. Quick watch, both of you would love it. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, like I said, makes me want to listen to jazz all day every day, and <laughs> that's basically my list i would say listen to your friends that like anime because like goblin slayer is not something that's very popular i don't think or people would typically watch especially after the first episode being as dog shit as it is but (laughs) but your your friends know what they're talking about the the anime nerds are anime nerds for a reason and it's in their blood (laughs) and they will not lead you astray so listen to your anime shepherds they'll help you out (laughs) So on the note of listening to your anime shepherds, <laughs> I'm going to edit this all out. Whatever you say, <laughs> here comes the anime shepherd. Um, so I, I haven't put together, I haven't put together a huge list because because um, it, it is anime for for beginners, as we said, and I, I don't want to overwhelm people with lots of uh, lots of recommendations. But I've got a small handful. It already is over. Them. It already is overwhelming too, as a beginner too, because everybody's like, watch this, move this to the top list. It's the best one all time, and then everybody yeah, else says yeah. it about ten different animes. So well, what what I'm and I'm going to follow sort of Mike's um, layout in that for me it's important that you pick the genre that's right for you. Yes. So I will lay them out in a couple of different genres, um, and then you can pick because, like you say, there is, for for one person, what is the best anime of all time isn't going to be the best anime of all time for right. someone else. Um, so firstly, there's the and I, I won't get into too much of the technical terms, but one that has come up recently is the isekai anime, which is being transported to another world. Um, so Mike, you mentioned. Um, the time I got reincarnated as a slime, fantastic anime, yeah, yeah. and that that is very much that a guy in, in in like the first couple of seconds he dies in his world and therefore gets reincarnated in a fantasy world. So he's from the, yeah. the standard human world that we live in, and he gets teleported into another one. That's kind of the the view of Isekai. The one I would say for that most people won't say it's the best. It's not the best. Uh, it's up there though. It's in the top five, and that is Sword Art Online. The reason I would uh, say to a beginner to watch this is because it is very very approachable from uh, from an outside perspective of anime it's one that explains itself really well you can get a feel for the anime really well and you can get a feel for what's going on really well it's not over complicated it's not it doesn't take itself too super seriously but it does have some quite serious and dark story overall um, but it's quite an easy one to get yourself into without going sort of like into the real deep end of isekai's um 
and I could tell you about a lot of them because I've watched a lot of the isekai like genre. Uh, Mecha, which is per- one of my personal favourite um, genres, which as I said earlier, it's, it's generally giant robots fighting other giant robots with people <laughs> in them. Uh, there's two that stand out for me. Uh, so one is called Lelouch of the Rebellion, or it was Code Geass, Lelouch of the Rebellion. Uh, and essentially, it, it features a, a guy who can, uh, he basically develops a power where he can make ev- make anybody do what he wants them to do. <clears throat> like, he basically can tell them what to do, and they walk, They have to do it. Um, but it's got mechas in it as well, and nice. he kind of leads this giant, as you can tell from the title, Rebellion. Um, fantastic, really, really well done, great battle scenes. But my top mecha, which I would I 100% tell everybody to watch whenever I get an opportunity, and that is called Tengen Topper Guren Lagen, or just Guren Lagen for America and the UK, because we tend to not talk, not mention the Tengen Topper part. Uh, this was by Studio Gainax, which is what later became Studio Trigger, or a lot of the people in it anyway became part of Studio Trigger. Uh, and it is a fan fantastic anime it's all self-contained within 24 episodes um two cores like most episodes like most series uh and essentially it is about humans fighting for their right to live on the planet uh they all live underground and they're fighting their oppressors uh and it has got some of the best robot fight scenes i think you'll ever see <laughs> um and not only that but it's it's all about fighting with manly spirit but it kind of takes the piss out of itself a little bit for that um, and it's just, it's so well done. Fantastic. I thought you were going to um, say robot sex scenes. <laughs> no, there's no robot sex scenes, but there is. So you know how in, uh, there is a, a really comical scene where you know how in shows like Power Rangers and like Voltron and things like that, they like kind of just, they just Morph. do that and they just connect. Yeah. They just connect. But no one really knows how they connect. And there is quite a comical scene where one of the characters is like, yeah, we need to team up. We need to connect. And he just picks up another robot and just shoves it on top of himself and goes, that'll do. <laughs> and like, it's kind of takes the piss out of that a little bit. But then it, it is so well done and it's really, really cool once you get into it. So I would strongly, and again, it's on Netflix. So I would strongly recommend anybody to watch that. Um, coming away from the, the sort of combat ones, sport. There's, uh, I've got one that's a little bit more normal, one that's a little bit out there <laughs> for the for the for the sports genre. Uh, so sticking with the volleyball, uh, but the I didn't really get on with Hayaku quite as much as I wanted to. I did enjoy though uh, a sh- a very short anime called Haraju. I think it was Harajuku Hara Hacker. I can't remember how to say her name. Uh, ha- ha- Hakajuka receives. It's basically about a girl who uh, discovers beach volleyball and goes into competition beach volleyball. Um, but it's, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's, a, it's just a really like laid back, chilled anime about beach volleyball. Um, but the more interesting sports anime for me, and I say sport loosely because it's not actually a sport I know what in what say. we would class as well. <laughs> um, I know a what girl- you're going to say for this one. <laughs> Do you? Is it Kai- been- Kaijo? Kaijo. No, but Kaijo oh, should be on my list. I'm going to add Kaijo to That's the list That's what I thought he was going to say, too. <laughs> so you should, everybody should watch Kaijo. Uh, uh, it's 12 episodes, and it's about women who fight each other on floating platforms with their bums and boobs. And it's fantastic, and you should all watch it. But that's not what I was going to say. What I was going <laughs> to say is uh, Girls and Panzer. Uh, so Girls and Panzer is a, it, it's set in a world where schools have 
tanks and they're on like aircraft carriers. Uh, but the schools meet up to do mock battles with tanks and not, they don't use like real explosives or anything, but they battle each other and a group of girls create the tanking club in their school. And then they basically live out, uh, they, they complete these battles, but it's the, the, the love of tanks in that show is fantastic. Like they're talking <laughs> about world war two tanks with so much joy and love. And it's, it's actually so well done. Uh, it's had one series and like three films. Oh, very, very good, and I, I would 100% advise anybody to watch it. I feel like we could do another episode of, of this, but about ridiculous animes. Like, we each watch yeah, a yeah. ridiculous anime. Like, pres- we, nobody mentioned Prison School or any of those that we've talked about before. Oh, I'm, try- I'm trying to stick that clear of the list. weird ones, because <laughs> this is anime for beginners, right, not so we should do it a- for uh, the more advanced. That's what we should get to at some point. It's like the weird um, one-off, like, why did we watch this type of anime? Just because it'd be a fun conversation. Yeah, 100%. So I've got three more and then uh, four more, then I'm done. Shane, just while you while you were just still on sports there, I want to throw Megala Box in the ring. Yeah. Um, so it's a boxing anime, but the, the sort of the twist of it is that um, everyone that sort of, sort of wears these like robotic arms that they, they box with, and then they have the, the underdog character who fights... Um, without them basically what? it's a great it's a great like underdog story um the classic sort of boxing story where like you know you have this this average joe i think i think that's literally his name in, in it <laughs> okay you've it's, mentioned, it's, um, it's rocky the anime you've mentioned it, essentially that, yeah but with with robot arms you've mentioned um, that anime so many times and told us to watch it but i've never heard it summarized like that now i'm like <laughs> i'd watch that so really, that is yeah, a the, huge part of anime, though, is just having the right person explain it to you, sell it to yeah, you. Yeah. Like, that sounds 100%. amazing. Yeah, it's so, really um, good. There's, there's two seasons, and um, they're both fantastic as well. But yeah, sorry, carry on. No, no, you, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Um, so my last four. So firstly, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure exactly which, one, which genre I put these in, but they're sort of slice of life meets music. One of them with a twist. So the first one is um, a show called K-On, which is basically uh, about some girls in school who want to start their own band. Um, and it, it's just the story of them starting their own band and like them going through the, the day-to-day trials and tribulations of starting their own band. It's very like, it's not super fantastical or anything like that. It's very laid back, very down to earth and just chill. It's just chill. Um, and the opposite end of that spectrum though is um, an anime called Zombieland Saga, uh, which... which and this is going to be a fun explanation, which is about a guy who brings back five idols who have died prematurely in their youth um, from the dead to make turn them into a zombie singing group. But they're not allowed. No one else knows they're zombies um, because he puts makeup on them, um, but they can all sing and dance <laughs> and talk like normal. But they're also zombies. Um, awesome. So that's yeah, that's that's a real fun one. Uh, and then lastly. We have horror. Oh, I say lastly, the last two for the horror genre. Not a lot of people have watched this one, um, but I thought it was really good. A an anime called Gleipnir, which is spelt G L I E P N I R. We should have spelled uh, most of yours because I was trying to sound <laughs> them out. I'm like shampoo. Is that a S? Is it a? And your um, accent doesn't help. I'm like, shampoo? Samurai shampoo? That's right. Just, <laughs> just type it in how it sounds, and I'm sure Google will do the rest. I hope so. so. 
Um, it will. Uh, so Gleipnir is, uh, without giving away any spoilers, it's it's almost like a horror monster fighting sort of anime, but it's a uh, the the main guy transforms kind of into a giant cuddly bear that's really horrific looking. Um, uh, I think I've um, I've I've seen like clips of this on TikTok. Uh, without saying much more, I, I don't yeah. want to spoil anything, but you should give it a try. And there's like you will understand why I can't say much more without spoiling anything. But it's really quite interesting to watch. Very different. Yeah. And then my last, and this is my last absolute um, recommendation that I think everybody should have a go at. Uh, it is actually one that My Hero Academia takes a lot of its. Um, a lot of what happens in My Hero is very similar to this show. Um, this show is called Little Witch Academia. And basically, it's much like My Hero. It's about a young girl who doesn't have any magical powers, who wants to join a witching school so that she can help people with her magic. Um, and it's the story of her going from being uh, a non-magic user to going on to be like not like the best she she has that sort of midoriya travel where she kind of just does her best throughout and she gets involved in things and pulls off some incredible stuff nice um, but the animation on it is fantastic again um, pretty much on netflix somebody told me that this like a, a huge anime nerd guy that i know um i used to work with he he told me it was based off the worst witch which is like a british tv show like children's tv show know if it was um but it could be because that, that, it was that's i don't know that's just what i heard anyway but, i mean um, it was made that, after like the worst witch, so it's, yeah. it's a very real it's, it is very much though the worst witch but in anime form uh, <laughs> yeah. but it is yeah it's fantastic um so i would highly recommend it but that is me done and our episode is overrun so we should probably look at tying it up yeah so um just quickly um one one recommendation one anime to an absolute beginner, which one would you pick? Oh man, cheese, you go first. You tell them that it, it, my my hero academia, and then we can move on to she. I don't think I would say my <laughs> hero because it's that's an investment of time. I mean, if if you like, if you're into the superhero, it really would be personalized though. I, I'd have to know the person and be like, oh well, you would like this. So like my my just, twin brother is. Please just pick one. Ah, it's not, it's not that difficult. It's it not, is that it's not difficult. That just just pick one. Demon Slayer. Perfect. Little nice. Witch Academia. Okay, I'm going to go for um, Love, Death and Robots just because I said it's, it is a broad spectrum of animation yeah, styles. Bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that that was it. That was the episode. Um, I did have some honourable mentions that I wanted to, to um, just throw in there. What if the Marvel thing, Star Wars Visions, as well as another great animation, and um, the... The the R and Ishii bit in in Kill Bill is like incredible. The and the, um, the yeah the fact that Marvel and Star Wars both went to an anime style show is huge yeah, yeah. hugely telling of the times too that the trend is just going up. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that was that was our beginner's guide to anime. So yeah, part one Join of us. ten. <laughs> <laughs> episode one of a thousand <laughs> um but yeah catch us next time and um that's us that's been us so peace bye bye bye, bye.